0: Yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah, listen, um, yo, when I get up, psych, now nah, every time, I gotta, I gotta tempt like, I'm gonna, um, you know, just break out into a freestyle at any given moment, um, <laughs> because that's what the beat makes me do, shout out to Mal Grip Entertainment, Ryan, thank you for that beat, it's always amazing when it comes in, yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Five Mikes, um, Five Mikes, husband, father, educator, writer. MC, the microphone gives me wings thank you so much for tuning in to the final episode of 2017 uh on the final day in the final few hours of 2017 you know new year's is my favorite holiday um you know a lot of people like you know christmas like thanksgiving you know saint patrick's day or whatever like new year's is my favorite holiday um you know for the obvious fact is, you know, it's a big party it's a celebration and things like that. But, you know, also, you know, New Year's just has always represented a new beginning for me. You know what I'm saying? An opportunity to uh, a symbolic moment in time to like start anew. you know, like New Year's Day is just another day. Right. Every day, if you think about it, is a new year from that point in time last year. But, you know. Turning the clock, you know, January one, flipping the calendar page, starting on the first month, the first day of the first month is 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 really symbolic to me, and um, that newness, that refresh, that control control alt delete to start, you know, new is um, is is important for me. So I, I it is my favorite holiday, and um, I just I just really enjoy it. I want to uh, hold on I want to thank everybody who's listening right now on um, on Facebook you know if, if you're on Facebook thank you for listening and watching um, the people that are gonna be listening to this in about an hour after I upload it um, thank y'all as well you know what I'm saying I really appreciate that um, today we're talking about Um, Of course, it's the new year. We're going to talk about narratives again. You know, we talked about, um, we talked about narrative last week extensively, right? We talked about, um, we talked about the fact that so much of the way that we engage with people is not really engaging with them or the situation at face value. It's engaging with, the narrative that's been provided to you that's that's been created about that situation and that has been provided to you most easily in these days and times through media whether it's tv whether it's social media whatever it is um there are a series of narratives that we engage with and we treat people based Not necessarily on their actions in that moment or in past moments, but on the narrative that encompasses people, like the narrative that comes with, you know, being fill in the blank, a man, a woman, you know, a black man, a white man, a white woman, black woman. You know, like the narrative kind of precedes us and that could work to your benefit or it could work to your detriment, depending upon the situation. Um, Considering that this podcast is about manhood, you know, the idea of manhood and the entire podcast is about confronting the narratives that men are engaging with, are interacting with, are impacted by, are enforcing and empowering. You know, that's what this podcast is about. I I just made the observation, you know, it's kind of a, you know, the most obvious observation that, you know, men, the narrative around men right now is, is, is not good. I mean, at the very basic level, like the narrative around, um, men is just, it's, it's off right now. Um, a lot of the narrative is, is based on the actions of many men, but, or I won't say but, and... Uh, Some of the narrative is based on kind of extremes and extreme situations and, you know, what's popular on media. It's just a lot of stuff going on. And so I was thinking about it after the episode last week and I was like, man, you know, I don't want to just leave it there going into the new year because the episode came off kind of negative. Well, I won't say that because I tried to give ways of like how to get my tips. I was trying to give tips on like how to circumvent the narrative, like how to get in front of the narrative and engage with people in situations on face value based on what's being presented to you at that moment. Right. And, um, and, uh, hold on. I don't know. I'm trying to, Oh, nope. I'm just trying to do this Facebook thing. It's not, it's, it's not treating me right right now. Anyhow. Um, so the, I tried to give tips last week on, you know, how to circumvent that narrative and engage with people, uh, on, you know, face value, what they present to you. And I was like, uh, it didn't really hit for me. It didn't really like, okay, you know, this is, this is it, you know, it kind of felt like, man, we're just doomed. We're just destined to be more impacted by the narrative that comes with who we are, right? Um, And as men right now, it's just not a good, it's not a good look, it's not a good look. And so I was thinking more, you know, thinking more in depth, like how can we, how can we create new narratives? How can we like break out of a system of, utilizing and relying upon narratives to define groups of people it doesn't even have to be people it could be things it could be uh it could be places it could be your job it could be your spouse it could be your church it could be your commute like what you know what i'm saying narrative surrounds everything around us and so i was trying to think deeply about like how do you circumvent that and engage with people on a genuine basis how do we create new narratives and then continue to create new narratives and for every situation that we are involved in and then this happened and then this happened so it was Christmas Eve I believe it was Christmas Eve and I uh, I was running errands you know kind of doing the last-minute shopping thing you know Um, and We had some family over at the crib, and you know, the kids were hungry. Like, we're not gonna make a big dinner for Christmas Eve. Let me go out and grab a pizza, Um, you know, and I went to Giant, ran, ran all these errands, right? Typical thing, you know, kinda in my groove, like not really paying attention. And I went to Giant, right? Went to Giant, parked the car, went in, got some stuff, came out. Moved the car to this other spot, and then I had to go to the liquor store, uh to get some get some stuff and then I had to go pick up the pizza a a pizza from you know right around the corner and I walked I parked in one space went to the liquor store got a box of stuff and then went walked around the corner to this pizza spot and um you know went to pick up the pizza and so I got in you know no problem boop went in and you know people you go somewhere and like just people catch your eye or like something about a situation kind of like causes you to pay more attention. So I'm definitely on like cruise control mode, just trying to get out of the, it was cold. I was trying to get back in the house. People was crazy streets, last minute Christmas shopping or whatever. And so I went in and it was a white couple that was sitting on the chair waiting for their pizza, like sitting in like this little waiting area, waiting for a pizza. And I, uh, I went into that area and I saw them out the corner of my eye. And I was like, okay, I see I see them. And they kinda looked like it's kind of stood out. Like they just I don't know what it was. They were older, it was an older white couple, you know, kinda like he yeah, had like torn up jeans, kinda, you know, like a plaid shirt the guy did kind of you know beard kind of scraggly white hair he might have had on like a i felt like in my head i don't i don't i don't know if this is it um i don't know if this is it but i feel like in my head he had on the make america great again hat you know what i'm saying like he had on a make america great again hat and oh wait hold up my bad um my facebook thing is going crazy um You know what I'm saying? And I saw him and I was like, yeah, okay. And what did I do? I created a narrative based on, like, I created a narrative about him based on everything, right? I I had a whole life story about this dude. Again, this is just in the moment. And that's that's the powerful thing about narrative is that, like, it can impact your whole perspective on somebody without even engaging with them and it made me think about in this moment i have the bottles of alcohol and liquor in my hand i'm waiting to go get the pizza in this moment in this five and a half second moment i'm thinking like yo this is probably how like people get shot by the cops it made me think about like oh this narrative is so powerful because in my mind, he had on a make America great again hat and I created a whole story about it. Like, Oh, he's probably looking at me. I got liquor in my hand. Oh, now he's creating a narrative about me. You know, so I'm creating this narrative like damn, This, this is what I shouldn't do, but I do it because I'm human and I get the pizza and you know, I had the bottle, I had the box and then the box had the box i got from the, from the liquor store and then the box of pizza on top so i have it both in my hand i don't have any hands free and i'm moving turning around slowly to go back out the door make america great again hopped up out of his seat quick like it kind of shook me it kind of startled me I'm like oh you know what i'm saying like it, it was his movement was so erratic and you know, because I created that narrative, I, I wasn't jumpy, I just recognized like, oh, that's that was a bizarre action in my eyes. Um, he hopped up real quick, sir. This is him talking, this is Big America, sir. Um, let me let me uh let me open the door for you. I was, I was like, oh man, thank you know, thanks so much. Oh, let me get that. You know, he hopped up. I look over at his wife. His wife was just like kind of smiling and shaking her head like this guy. You know what I'm saying? And he hops up, opens the door wide. You know, he says, you know, have a Merry Christmas. You know, happy holiday. You know, peace to you and your family. God bless you. And I was like, make America great again. You know what I'm saying? Like in that moment, I got to the car, put everything down and it hit i was about to record the episode right there like on my on my garage band app in the car because it hit me so powerfully because this is that that's what we were talking about last week. We were talking about the narratives that impact the way we engage with people. And the and, and the one thing to me, one of the things that can shift narratives and allow people to get to a place where we can exchange and learn and grow and be challenged is speaking against false narratives or speaking against common narratives and taking the time to share those stories in ways that empower people in ways that show love in ways that like allow us to connect and engage with people on a different level that goes against that narrative sure i could have took that moment you know i could have took that moment when he hopped up and opened the door it's just like oh okay he's just being nice but it's like no it's not just being nice because because of the narrative that I created about him, him doing that and going out of his way to open the door and exchange niceties and God bless you, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. It was just so out of place and so against what I thought he had the capacity of doing. It made me think like, what do people think I have the capacity of doing when they engage with me based on my skin color, what I'm wearing, if I'm, you know, if, if I have my tattoo showing, if they see my earrings, if they see what kind of car I drive, like what entire story are people creating about me that are going to impact how they engage with me? Feel me? And it just hit me so hard. And I was like, that's what we need to do. So I challenge everyone going into the new year with this. I challenge everyone to... You know, it's really easy to social media your life and to follow the narrative and the rabbit holes on social media. I do it all the time. I see it being done. You know, last week I talked about Amanda, Amanda Diva is her own name, but Amanda, uh, wow, and I can't remember her name. It's horrible. Um, The actress, the comedian, DJ, like she does everything and how she was kind of painting this narrative about f boys and dudes she deals with and you know she had a reply and retweet list of a thousand people how black men ain't shit and And, you know people agreeing with her and even as a black man you hear these things over and over again like damn we really ain't like we're really not but it's like no as much as you know you got to give people the opportunity to share their experiences and 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 to create or promote their narrative, but how we create balance in this world, if we want to take it that big, but in our circles of friends, in our communities, in our parent groups at work, at church, you know how we create these bonds and expand conversations is to speak against the popular and the easy narrative. The easy narrative is for Make America Great Again dude to be like, yo, he came in and, and you know, I don't know. It, it would have been easy to, to, to come and share a story about something that he did that I created in my head or whatever. He looked at me crazy because I had a pizza box and bear in my hand. and You know, so with just the same energy and just the same like oomph, that we would share a story that goes along with our narrative. We have to, it is our duty as adults, as you know, 20s, 30s, 40, 50, 60 year olds to share that counter narrative, to share those stories so that, you know, we could just understand that we're not just dealing with a single lens for any given group. Because that's to me, is where like trouble comes up that's when people's brokenness start to impact their moves so it's one thing if you create a narrative and you just have it and that's it but if your narrative then prevents you from connecting with someone else in a positive way or if it allows you to treat someone else negatively then that's where narrative can become deadly deadly you know what I'm saying like deadly and I always tell the story about like how um you know my son in our community now you know my son is 11 years old And, you know, when people see him in the community now, like, oh, he's so cute. He's so handsome. Oh, he's getting so big. And I always tell my wife, I'm always like, you know, it's all good now that he's 11. He has a baby face and, you know, they see him taking the trash out. But what is it going to be in five years when he's 16 and he's 6'3 and he's 180 pounds? And, you know, he looks like a grown man and he's going to take his trash out in his hoodie. And, you know, one of our neighbors is being extra vigilant and sending messages to the Facebook thread. Did anybody see this crazy man with the hoodie on, you know, and it's my son, you know what I'm saying? Like that's when a narrative can be life or death. And I think that that's how we have to think about it. When it comes to, breaking through and having real conversations and real connections with people. We can't just rely on the narratives to shape how we engage with the world around us. So many of us rely on the narrative because Like I said last week, it's easy. You don't have to do any research. Like, you don't have to do any research about anything or anybody if you just go based, oh, yeah. I heard, you know, they said that, you know, they said, uh, you know, people over in this school have low, you know, they ain't graduating. So, you know, that school is bad. Or, you know, these administrators over here, you know, this school over here in the corner, I don't know about that school because I heard that. I went online and I saw comments from people that said, you know what I'm saying? so the way that we break those narratives is engaging directly with the people that are being or with the things, with the situations that we are being confronted with that narrative. And if we find something that breaks that narrative, feeling compelled and it is our obligation to speak against it to speak up against it and to be vocal about it and to even I could have took it one step further you know what I'm saying if I was really feeling like extra you know in my education mode that night if I felt like being like that human that that person when he hopped up real quick to open the door for me when I had my hands full I could have been like yo man I just want to share something with you that I painted a picture of you based on whatever when I saw you sitting there and you got up and opened the door for me and I really really appreciate that now that's an extra step like that's that's something I don't know I wouldn't ask everybody to do that because that would be challenging for me to do but you know that can take engagement and interactions up to another level where people are like really learning from each other and feeling and exchanging emotion and like you know he might have been like hey yo why you judge me like that? You know, he could have been, he could have went off the deep end and be like, oh, that's really messed up, jerk. And slammed the door and knocked my piece on the floor. Or he could have been like, hey, thanks for sharing that, man. God bless. You know, it, it it could have taken the interaction to another level when it was already, I think, on a very, you know, um, on a heightened level. But he left that situation not knowing what kind of impact he made on me. You know what I'm saying? So imagine... We're talking about all this narrative of, you know, men and this and that. And, you know, imagine going to a dude, a a man that's in your life that you know or don't know that you see engaging in a way and interacting in a way that's mature, that's responsible, that's appropriate. That's, you know, whatever. That's manly. That's whatever it is. That's that's positive. That goes against the current narrative and say, hey, yo, man, I just want to let you know that, you know, I see you working hard. I see you trying to be a good man out here. And I just want to call that out to you. And, and just say keep doing the good work, boom. Imagine the impact that's gonna have on that person's life. So speaking your power onto whatever narrative it is, I'm talking about manhood because that's what we're talking about here, but imagine any environment that you're in, going into the environment and saying like, you know, hey, young young lady, young girl, like I see you, you know, you're, you're exploring engineering like imagine a college professor or or advisor saying "You're, you're you're going into engineering like that's really commendable of you you know i think it's important that you continue to do that you know and and i see what you're doing and it's special and it's unique keep doing what you're doing like that those are the ways that you break narrative and and just start to evolve i think that's how evolution happens like how people evolve is by confronting each other with good and with the constructive right we have to confront each other too often we see things happening whether it's good or bad and then we go back into our corner and tell the people that already know about it you know what i'm saying like we don't rarely rarely do we go and we say hey that was awesome what you did you know what i'm saying like that to me that's how you reinforce behavior that's how you continue behavior happening on whatever level and you know that's really how you that's how as adults i think we should be moving we should be moving with like confronting positive and not so positive situations in ways that make everybody around us better like, if you're engaging with people and you're not making them better, you're not leaving the situation better than it was before, then what are you doing? You're just going through life. You're just like, you know, you're not challenging the people around you. You're not like you're just continuing the narratives that, you know, like continuing the narratives that um, that we've that that have shaped this country. You know, so I'm talking about narratives like on a superficial level, like, you know, person to person. But there's narratives that shape entire communities and religions and country, government, politics, education systems, school boards, you know, all the things that touch like where we are most vulnerable, where we are most like, you know, engaged with one another, there are narratives that directly impact those things. And that in our country, I think in the Western world, like the reason why things are the same or many things are the same in 2017 as they were in 1957 is because people aren't equipped or don't feel as if they're equipped To have these tough conversations and call people to the carpet on whatever it is and be prepared to be called to the carpet too like that's that to me is what is missing and when it comes to you know the new year what I want for all of you is this 2018. If you are 25 and you're you're just on your own for the first time, if you're 35, you just got married, you're trying to figure it out, you had your first child. If you're 45 and you got three kids, you about got one getting ready to go to college. If you're 55 and you're trying to look at retirement, if you're 65 and you just got divorced, you don't know what's going on in your life. Like whatever it is, I encourage you to, to challenge the constant narratives in your life. Speak against them if you see different, and challenge the people around you to be better, to do better. You know what I'm saying? To not not to do or be better, because that's that's like be the best you. No, that's whack. That's 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 that's, that's cliche. Um, I challenge you to engage with people in a way that's real and that sounds kind of cliche too but in an authentic way like challenging people telling people what you appreciate about them telling people what you know they could do differently to make things better whatever it is just to have those real vulnerable honest conversations that could shift the way that we engage with one another that's it that's really it so i'm not going to belabor this i said i was going to keep this short to 20 minutes, 25, 30 minutes. Yo, there's this dude on the TV right now that is bowling with a wild afro. It's a white guy. I, I'm i sorry, I'm not, I want, wait, hold on. I want you to see, wait, can you see this dude's afro right now? Yo, again, um, this is live in action right here. I said I wanted to break narratives, right? The narrative is that this white dude shouldn't have an afro like this. Like it's, it's outlandish. Um, and I wanted to call them, call out on it. Now I'm playing. Um, but in all seriousness, y'all have a great, uh, uh, new year, um, for the folks watching on Facebook live. Thank y'all for tuning in for some reason. I can't, I, I don't know what's going on with my comment thread here. Um, Oh, wait. Oh, there it is. I didn't know you could swipe. Oh, I understand now. Wait. Hmm. Oh, I see. I was doing it on wrong. Um, but yo, thank you so much for, um, I think I had the wrong molding. Anyhow, thank you, uh, so much for, uh, for, for viewing, for watching on Facebook live. I'm about to upload this right now to SoundCloud. So it's 1 12 one twelve help. I just had to sing that, you know. The, the raw cube, Mike. Shout out to them. Um, <laughs> I'm about to upload this by one fifteen. It'll be on SoundCloud. Um, at about probably around 120, 125. one twenty five. It'll be on iTunes. Uh, so spread the word, share it, whoever, whatever you gotta do. Let people know uh, what, what's going on out here. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Go into the new year strong, powerful doing whatever you got to do, you know, uh, to, to make people around you. Awesome. To break those narratives, um, for the podcast, share rate, comment, you know, do all those things. I see you rich. What's going on, man? Um, it, it's just great. I, I'm just so glad to have this platform and just today. And no, I'm not going I was about to go into another, um, another topic. I just going to put a plug for next week. Next week's episode is going to be called The Isolation of Fatherhood. Woo! Woo, you're not ready! Yo, fathers be the most isolated, yo. I want—I just want to tell you. Fathers be isolated. Just sit on that until next week. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Um, y'all be good. Go One.